we all have that chitty chatty voice that says, what, what are people going to think? And you have to just learn to control that because that's just that fear within you that's coming out because you're stretching yourself beyond your comfort zone. And you know what? When those voices come up, look at them, listen to them, because that's something that you have to address within yourself. Why is that fear coming up? As soon as you can name the reason behind the fear, then you can start addressing it and getting rid of it. In this world that's filled with so much noise and information, how do we really stand out and be who we were really meant to be? In this podcast, we focus on injecting you with positivity, optimism, and strategies all centered around helping you be who you were always meant to be in business and life. Be inspired to show up in your own skin to learn strategies, habits, and skills from others as we share our own life journeys and stories. There's no other you, and you know yourself better than anyone else. So be prepared to take away habitual tidbits, tactics that will encourage you to pursue and live your life, not the one others want you to live. Welcome to Stand Out Be You, where you don't have to be perfect, you just have to be you. Welcome back. I'm Tequila Dotard, your host of Stand Out Be You. You're listening to another episode where I bring to you the stories of solopreneurs and small business owners. I'm super excited to be here with you today with another solopreneur. As you know, Stand Out Be You is about capturing the story of you. And I have here with us today, Linda Clay. What I loved about this story is you will hear Linda speak about starting her business in her 60s. She will share with us her hills and her valleys that have helped her climb to the top of her mountain. We all know life can be our biggest and best teacher. And it's in the life lessons that have allowed Linda to now help business owners unpack clarity and confidence to map out their ideal life. Linda is a business and lifestyle strategist. She is a female entrepreneur, speaker, author, motivator, and change maker. If you are ready to outsmart or overcome the fears and go after what you deserve in business and life, then you're going to want to take a listen. However, before we do, have you joined the Standout BU community where all the Standout BU guests are collaborating and helping others in their businesses and life? I'm in there too. Go to tequiladotter.com forward slash community to join us. Okay, Linda, welcome to Standout BU. Tell us a little bit more about you and what you do. Hi, Tequila. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'd love to share my story. It's one of those things where people always think that no matter what age they are, they can't, that stops them from moving forward. And that's not true. It doesn't matter what age you are. You can definitely stand into your power. You can definitely stand up for yourself and create the life that you want. And I'm a prime example. I started my coaching business at the tender and young age of 66. And I'm just, I love it. I love the challenge. I love getting out there and meeting all these wonderful people. I started years ago when I was a teenager. I was an unwed mother in the 60s, which was a total, absolute no-no. You were kind of considered to be a bad girl. It was a shameful thing to go through. And what I didn't realize until 
actually just a little bit ago that it was a catalyst in my life. It actually propelled me and started me on a path that I've followed my entire life. Some of it was based on the shame. Some of it was based on the fact that I gave my child up for adoption. So I gave away something of value. You know, that kind of sense of failure or I did something bad. So I was constantly pushing myself to prove to myself that I actually am not a bad person. It was a circumstance. It was a situation that happened when I was young. I was a kid. But that's all stuff that I've learned as I've gone through my journey in life. I got married later, had two kids. I went through my oldest daughter became addicted to drugs when she was 14. And so I've been the the parent the mom, the bystander, the there's no band-aid to fix this one. She's got to do it herself for 30 years. She just got sober a few years ago. Led us into kind of a very turbulent time frame with our kids. And then corporate America. You and I were talking earlier about just being part of corporate America. And I was in a position that if you wanted to promote, you had to move wherever they told you to move. In other words, every time you promoted, you ended up moving. So I did that. And I ended up wanting a store of my own and was told, if you want a store, you're going to have to move to this location. And it was a location I, hadn't, I didn't want to go to. But if I wanted a store, I had to. So I took that store and was there for two years, became an example to the other store managers in my district. And so if I wasn't doing well, I would get disciplined. And then, you know, it was like, ah, see what happens if you don't do what the company says for you, you know, you're supposed to do. So I was put in a position of making a very difficult decision. It was either I'm going to get fired because I could see the handwriting on the wall or I gave notice. And so I decided to give notice. The gift of that was it led me to the best corporate job I've ever had working in a bookstore. Who wouldn't want to work in a bookstore? I ran the largest store west of the Mississippi for five years. It was like heaven. It was like going in and opening up Christmas presents every single day as I looked at all the new books and all the new titles and my favorite authors and all that were coming out. It was like the best period in my life. And then my WTF year happened. And that was the year my husband got sick. It was a very short illness. It was like four months from the time he was diagnosed with one kind of cancer. And he died four months later with having two kinds of cancer. So it was just a boom, boom, boom kind of situation. Very surreal, very hard to get through. Plus I was running the store. Plus I had both of my adult daughters at the house, plus my granddaughter trying to juggle all of that. And then all of a sudden he was gone. I did his nursing the last week. You know, it was just like this unbelievable time frame. Two weeks later, my oldest daughter tried to commit suicide and I found her. And so that was like this whole year was like one huge curveball being thrown at me until I finally woke up one day. I was now a single parent of my granddaughter because I'd taken custody of her. And I was in severe clinical depression and suffering from PTSD. And so I sat there for a couple of years. I didn't want to get hurt. And I'm not making light of depression because it's hard. Anyone that suffers from depression And I'd say, I think it's 85% of women actually do have some form of depression and they don't even necessarily recognize it. It's a cold place to be, but it's still comfort because you can protect yourself that way. You're not letting that outside world come in. And all of a sudden the universe decided that I'd sat around on my tush long enough and it was time to wake up. And so sure enough, I woke up, I had no income. I was losing my house and I had a five-year-old grandchild to raise. 
So I had to kind of suck it up, tell my family what was going on. I moved in with my brother and I started my path to where I am today. I got a job within a month. I moved my granddaughter and myself to a different state. I started that job. Was not a good match for me. So I contacted the company I worked for before, the bookstore, and got a job with them clear across in New Hampshire. So Kelsey and I, my granddaughter, we moved across country, we knew no one. We just drove across, found a place to live, and I started this brand new job. And I was there for a year, turned the store around, and then one day I went, you know, this isn't working with a six-year-old because of the hours and everything, so what do I want to do? So I made my a treasure map, I call them, and I put pictures of Seattle because that's where I wanted to move back to, and I put Waldorf Administrator school administrator. And I put Kelsey place in school. And I had this whole huge thing on my counter. And I looked at it in the morning and at night, all day long, when I could, I was home. Within two or three months, I'd saved enough money to quit my job. I found a moving van that would pack me up and move me for a really good price. I found her a place in a Waldorf school in Seattle or outside of Seattle. And we drove back across country. And so I got her enrolled in the school and I'm sitting there going, God, this is a long commute. I don't want to drive back and forth all day long. I'll just volunteer. So I started volunteering for them. Within, I don't know, a month or so, they offered me a part-time job. I said, why not? I'm here anyway, and I have to have a job. And within, I don't know, so much month or two after that, they offered me full-time. And then eventually I became, they called it the general manager, but it was like a school administrator. So exactly what I had on that treasure map. And I was there for five years, took on all kinds of roles, uh, project manager of a construction project they had. I'd never done that before, helped develop operations manuals and all that. And then it was time to leave. And I started doing what we call notary signings and developed my first business as an entrepreneur, did really well until the economy fell. And then I went back to, I moved to California, went back to retail. And then at 61, I started in the escrow business, which is part of the mortgage business. So I learned a brand new career at 61. And two years later, I was laid off. And that's when I started my first online business at 63 as a virtual assistant and business consultant. And then it led me to here as a coach. Yeah, what a story. Yeah. What I heard there is a lot of what we speak about in this online world is creating a vision for yourself, Mm -hmm. mapping out that vision, most call it a vision board, and then just manifesting it of whatever you want. And when you do that, it always works out. Those particular individuals, you attract them if you put out the right energy and you've mapped it out and you see the vision of what I always say, you envision that outcome. It's like the stepping stones tend to line up to wherever you're trying to go. Now, you're going to have pickups along the way, but when When you have focus and you have basically mapped out that outcome of what you want, it tends to continue to line up and you end up getting away and going that direction. So today, Linda, you are online with your online business through all of your experience. And here today is 63, right? No, I'm 68. Wow. So today you're at 68. You are giving back. And you are helping the community, uh, primarily women, really find themselves. Tell me a little bit more about that. Well, the women that I tend to work with are, they're either like in a corporate job or a job, 
you know, it doesn't have to be for a major corporation, but they're ready. They know that there's something more to life than that. Or they could be stay-at-home moms that their kids are older now and they wake up one day and they go, gosh, there's, there's got to be more to life than this. There's all those things that I wanted to do when I was younger. And I've been there myself. I mean, I literally woke up one day crying, going, who am I? I've raised two families. I don't know who I am anymore. Do I like chocolate ice cream or vanilla ice cream? I didn't know because as women, we tend to take on all these different roles. We put on all these different masks to fit the different roles that we're in. We take care of everybody else, but we forget about ourselves. And so I help them take all the ideas and all the thoughts in their head, put them down on paper, work together to create some, you know, what is it that you want, A, in your life? Because people don't pay attention to that. And that's actually the primary thing is how do you want to live your life? Do you want to live in Paris? Do you want to live in Washington State? Do you want to live in California? Where do you actually want to live? How do you want to live? Do you want to get up and go jogging? Or do you want to get down and, you know, just have a quiet meditative time, you know, do yoga and that. And then as you plan out your life the way you actually visually see it, feel it, taste it, smell it type thing. And then we talk about, okay, what kind of business can we create out of your gifts, talents, and experience that's going to fit that? Because your business should serve you. You should not be serving your business. And so you want to create that business so it fits the kind of life that you want. There has to be a balance in there. And so I help them do all that. I help them get started, prioritize their lists, hold them accountable. Accountability is so important. And then get them so they have their website, so they have their business going, and they know what kind of marketing they need to do, and they get out there and do it. That's awesome. Because one of the things I think that we're tending to lose sight of, and you just mentioned it, is awareness. Mm-hmm. The self-awareness. And I think because social media is a good thing, but then social media, depending on how you use it, can be a not so good thing. And I think um, the awareness is being lost because sometimes we're in other individuals' lives. Right. So then we focus of our own life itself. So I think this is great because I speak about that all the time and, mm-hmm. and individuals, where are you right now? And they've lost sight of the dream of what they really wanted. Well, you know, I think part of it is, and, and I've gone through it myself. I've been a course junkie. I've downloaded everybody's freebies. I've done all of that. And then as you're entering this whole online world, all of a sudden there's this element of everybody's saying I'm making six figures. Everybody's saying you can do this really quickly. Everybody's saying all these things. And that's fine, but there is an element of not truth there because it takes you time to get to that six figures. It doesn't, you're not going to make six figures in six weeks. It's not going to happen because people have to know, like, and trust you. They have to know who you are. They have to believe you. I've been scammed a couple times because I happen to be a trustworthy person. So I will take somebody on face value. I've always been that way. And, you know, sometimes it comes back and gets me. I just keep going. But there is that kind of side of the internet. People have to understand that there still is work involved. You still are going to probably put in more hours than you actually want to to begin with. You still have to kind of figure out your own message. You have to figure out who you are. I just talked about this in my Facebook group that we all carry like suitcases that are locked up and closed in the back of our mind. And inside those suitcases are the garbage, the things we haven't faced through our life and all that. They're all put away because, you know, we'll just move on straight. 
So as you're building a business, so that suitcase pops up and it pops open and you have to start addressing all those things about yourself that you haven't wanted to address because they'll just carry with you throughout your business until you face them. And it's a real eye opener to be able to, to look at that and go, Ooh, I still need to work on that. Yeah, that'll work out. So because you know the internet world is forever evolving and it's, right. it's forever changing. So it takes a huge mindset. And you come on where you're more trusting and you do run into those situations mm-hmm. like you mentioned. And you have to like kind of maneuver through what's right, what's wrong, what's for me, what's not for me. And then also on top of that, just knowing that hey, I am who I am and I can't be anybody else and I need to stand in my own shoes. Hey, I know what I'm doing. And in honest speaking here, I myself, when I tried to come online, I'm like, I know I'm a whippersnapper. I know I can do this. But when you're trying to shift those skills to online, it's a different I don't want to say a monster, but it's a different type of skill set that you're trying to accomplish. Even though you're in corporate America, you've been 15, 20 years in, it's like a whole new world. Oh, so it th- is. Which is part of the reason why I named this show Stand Out Be You was because of that. I was like, hey, I stopped myself, pumped the brakes. Tequila, you know who you are. That's mm-hmm. who you need to be out here on the internet. Right. And that's the point I think that every beginning entrepreneur and even existing entrepreneurs need to understand is that when you show up, you've got to show up as yourself. So I'm not, I talk all the time in my Facebook group about the stuff that I've done and, ooh, I had a bad weekend and I carry this garbage with me that I have to face and that I still have chitty chatty voices in my head that crop up and say, Linda, really, seriously, who's going to listen to you? And it's just like, I know how to stop them now. And I just say, thanks very much for them. But I got this, leave me alone right now, kind of thing. Because we all have them. We all have that chitty chatty voice that says, what? What are people going to think? What? And you have to just learn to control that. Because that's just that fear within you that's coming out because you're stretching yourself beyond your comfort zone. And you know what? When those voices come up, look at them, listen to them, because there's something you got to, that's what I'm talking about. That's part of that suitcase. That's something that you have to address within yourself. Why is that fear coming up? As soon as you can name the reason behind the fear, then you can start addressing it and getting rid of it. Yeah, love that, love that. Let's dive a little bit into, let's say you're working with a client. Mm -hmm. What would be the first steps that you would recommend to this individual who is, let's say, in that nine to five or whatever type of job that they're in, that they're just really not happy, they want change, but they don't know how to make that change. Give me like one to two or maybe even three suggestions for this individual. Well, first off, I would have them go through a series of questions on what is it that they really want. I think that as human beings, when somebody asks you that question, immediately you have something pop into your head. Oh, I want this. But that isn't necessarily what you really seriously want. So I have like a a meditation I put together that goes through a series of questions. So I would have them, you know, listen to that or I would ask them because we want to find out what is it that you're actually looking for. You know, so then when we know that, then we can go, okay, can we create something out of that idea? And if we can, then we look at, okay, how much money do you need in order to leave your nine to five? Because that's one of the biggest holdups for anyone is the finances, is how am I going to replace that income? 
So you look at, okay, I need X amount of dollars to be able to leave my job. Okay, so how are we going to get you there? What can you change in your lifestyle? Can you actually simplify your life? Can you get rid of the $200 cable bill? You know, can you exist without it? Can you have a latte only every other day instead of every day? What can you do so that you can start saving money? Meanwhile, let's work on putting together your business that you can work part-time. And let's do a time journal, track your time so we can see what time can go into building a business, what time can go into your personal life, and what time you know, can go into your own life. Because self-care and taking care of yourself is mandatory in my, in my mind. So we'd work out a process like that, kind of reverse engineering too on how many clients or products do you have to have in order to make that income so that they know what they're dealing with. Yes. Love it. Love it. So what's been the hardest part for you with really getting where you are right now in your online business? Probably facing my own um, crap and one of which was my age. You know, I went through a whole thing on comparing comparisonitis, I call it, to millennials and going, wow, how can I compete with millennials? Because look at them, they're doing those those selfies and I hate doing selfies because the wrinkles show and all that kind of stuff. And then I just went, wait a minute, what you have on them are all the seasons you've been through. What you have on them are all the life challenges that you know, a lot of them haven't experienced it. I'm not saying some of them haven't had some knocks. I know they have. But you know, the stuff that I went through, I bring to the table. And you know what, Linda, just harping on that a little bit more, I have found with working with some millennials out here is they want that. They mm-hmm. welcome our age. They welcome our experience. And they welcome our knowledge and guidance. They have the side of the real quick, we can get this tech thing done super, super fast. I've always been a lover of tech stuff. So, you know, I could do it, but I feel like I'm in between both worlds, kind of in the middle. So I'm always like trying to encourage individuals that are like in their forties and higher and to basically partner up with individuals that are maybe thirties, twenties, or even just coming out because some are now choosing not to go the whole college route. So that's a whole nother podcast we could talk Mm -hmm. about, but Basically pulling both together because we do have so much life experience and so much traditional work-like experience that we can also bring to the table that mixes in with this whole information age or technology side of this online business world. Would you agree? I do agree. And that was the point that I came to. I mean, you know, again, you look at this whole online world and you're trying to find your place within it. And so, of course, you pick up on your, the things that you're not sure of, the things of how am I going to fit in, how am I going to work this, until you reach that point. And every entrepreneur goes through this, that you go, you know what, I just am who I am, and that's how I'll show up. And once I made that decision, it's been fine. I love technology. I, I told you I'm redoing my website. This will be the third time I've done it. I'm doing it myself. And to some people my age or even younger, they go, I don't even know how to do that. And it's like, oh, it's not hard. I make a lot of my own posts. I do all the graphics and all that kind of stuff. It's all things that you can train yourself in if you keep your mind open. And it's also get out of your own mind. Get out of your own (laughs) way. That's right. I just posted yesterday on my wall and I said, hey, stop trying to figure out the how and just do. And it 
all work out. You'll figure it out. We all didn't start riding that bicycle when we were a kid without just going out there and just doing it. Right. And that's what you have to get yourself back to, to just do, do it. it. Just that's right. Also, just put yourself out there of what you do. Because if you're not out there telling people what you do, <laughs> then no one's right. going to know you do anything. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Linda, do you have like any final words that you would like to like say to individuals or listeners that are listening here to you today? You know, the only thing that I would say, and it's tagging on to our conversation, is don't let yourself stop you or anyone else stop you from going after what you know is what you should be doing in your life. Because every single one of us knows that we have a, you can call it a mission, you know, you can call it whatever, but there's some purpose for all of us here. And we all know it. Sometimes we just don't want to recognize it. So you've got to recognize it and then you've got to go after it. I like to tell people, it's like we're all a piece of the big, huge jigsaw puzzle of life. And if you're not doing what your sole purpose is in life, then you're that missing piece. And you know how, remember what it's like to put a jigsaw puzzle together and you're missing a piece and it drives you crazy because you can't find it? We want all those pieces to be together. And that's how we're going to heal the world. Great, great. Well, Linda, this next part, we're going to take a shift for the podcast here. We're going to shift it and I'm going to go into what's called personality questions. Not that we already don't know anything or <laughs> got a sense of your personality. We're going to go in and ask these questions. So the first one is if you could go back and talk to your 10 year old self about life, what would you tell yourself? Ah, my 10 year old self about life. That's a good question. I would tell my 10 year old self to remember to embrace every aspect of your life, the challenges and the pain and the joys and the good things as gifts, because every single one of them bring you something that you need as you grow. Good, good. What's the furthest place that you've traveled from your birthplace? Oh, Portugal. Ah, I've been there. Very mm -hmm. nice. What part did you go to? I didn't tell you this. I sold everything. This was just like maybe five years ago, four years ago. I sold everything, packed two suitcases. I was going to live there for, retire there. So I went to Lisbon. I went to Kishkaish. I went to Viana do Costello. I went to Lagouche. I traveled. I went to Paris. I went to Barcelona. Yeah. Wow. I love Europe. Yep. Very, very cool. This next one's fun. If you could be any animal in the world, what animal would you be and why? If you could be any animal in the world, what animal would you be and why? Um, do birds count or raptors? Any type. Okay, I would be an eagle because I just think that they are just like the most majestic, absolutely phenomenal. I think they're called raptors. There are. They're so amazing to watch. And they'll sit in Washington State. We have bald eagles everywhere. And They'll sit and it's just like they're sitting on top of this huge evergreen tree and they're just like casing the joint, you know? They're just like looking at their horizon, seeing all they can see. They're amazing. Wow, that's cool to see, I bet. Oh, yeah. And they mate for life and they always fly with their mate. I mean, yeah, they're just super. And then the last one has to do with your name. What is the story behind your name? My name, my first name? Either one. Oh, well, Clay is my husband's, was my husband's name. So, and Linda, that's what my parents named me. It's, I believe, Spanish for pretty. They were going to name me Toby, but my uncle said, no, you can't name a girl a dog's name. He felt Toby was a dog's name. 
<laughs> and I think Linda was very, very popular name back when I was born in 1950. So I think that's what well, it still is a popular name, yeah. right? Well, except for the names that we were talking about now. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Versus back when it was like tequila, where are we going with this? But yeah. now it fits in along with all the other kind of names the individual name their children. So this last one is, we just want to hear one more before you get off this podcast episode with us. Give us one more parting advice or quote or whatever you would like to share with the audience that's listening. You know what? You can't do anything about the past. So what you have control over is the future. So you can control your reactions. You can control your thoughts. Put them in the right bucket and move on. There you have it, listeners, from Linda herself. Thank you so much for listening. And Linda, how can we get in touch with you if we wanted to, you know, get a hold of you, if the listeners wanted to contact you? My website is lindamclay.com. I'm on Facebook at Linda M. Clay Biz is my business page. I have my Map It Life and Business Facebook group. And I'm on Instagram, Pinterest, all under Linda M. Clay. Made it easy for us. Again, everyone, thanks so much for listening and being here with us today on Stand Out Be You. And remember that you don't have to be perfect. You just have to be you. Until next time, chat soon. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you would like to hear and learn more from our guest, be sure to come visit them all inside the Faces of Collaboration community. If you are craving connections and want to collaborate in order to grow professionally and grow your business, then I would love to have you be a part of the Standout BU group, where we role play, we give webinars, we share ideas, the help to increase your presence in business and life. Oh, and if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe for another episode of me, Tequila. Tequila.